Welcome to the By the Hood podcast. Before we start this episode, could you do me a favor? Could you rate and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts? And also, could you subscribe to our YouTube channel? That's at youtube.com slash by the hood. What's up, people? Welcome to this episode of the By the Hood podcast, a webcast, because I don't know how you're consuming this content. I'm your host, as always. My name is Jimmy. And as we start off every show, that's with gratitude. I want to say thank you to anyone who supports anything that we've got going on. Special shout out to all the students in By the Hood University, which is like growing astronomically. It's amazing the energy and information that's being shared. Um, shout out to everybody who, uh, you know, tunes into our um, Sunday show on our private DYO group, um, Million Dollar Challenge. That's just going amazing. Everything's just flowing right now, man. But I got my partner, Corey. Corey, what's up, good brother? Yo, every day above the ground is a good day. You know how I believe, man. You know how I do. So, you know, every, today is just like every other day. It's a good day. What's that one right there? Is it Black Wealth is Black Power? That's the one you got on there? Maybe. You know, yeah. Black, Black Wealth is Black Power. Yeah, love that, love that, love that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, anyway, with that being said, man, our show is uh, designed to highlight brothers and sisters who are doing amazing work in the community, building businesses. It's putting out all sorts of positive energy. Today, we have a very special guest. And I know I say all of our guests are special, but this is very special, man. This is my sister right here, man. Um, you know, we, we've done work in the past with another entity that I owned. Uh, you know, we, we did some work in the past, but now she's out here doing you know, amazing things within the real estate space, but not traditional Um, with container homes. So I definitely wanted to bring her on to talk about what she's got going on. Got my sister Mojo in the building. Mojo, what's up? Hey, 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 what's up? What's up? How y'all doing? Oh, man, man, <laughs> listen, great to have I'm you, man. At all. Happy great to have you. I'm honored to be on By the Hood. Y'all know I'll be listening. I'll be watching. I'm like, when y'all made, y'all called me, I was like, oh, what, me? Me? Okay. <laughs> Man, you, already, you already know how we do, Mojo. You know you family already. So that's why, like, when I saw everything you're doing, that's why I was like, look, I got to post this because you out here killing it. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm just doing my little bit. You know what you I mean? mean? When you, when you, oh, I got sound feedback. Is that me? It's cool. Go ahead. Um, When you posted the meme on your page, I was just like, oh, my God, like, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> It was just like realistically, I just created the meme about myself. Like I just want to tell people who I am and what I do. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. when you reposted it, I was like, oh snap. All of a sudden my my um notifications was like bing 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 bing. I was like, what's going on? Oh, that's what's up, man. And shout out yeah. to everybody who supports us, man, because our IG supporters are crazy. They definitely they definitely show us love. So we appreciate that and appreciate it. Y'all looking out for Mojo. But listen, let's start with this though, because um definitely want to talk about what you got going on in the container home space. Cause to me, that's very interesting. I see it's growing. But let's talk about your background. Where are you from? Where are you originally from? I'm from the BX all day, all day. I'm from the BX. And I live in Atlanta now. You know, Atlanta is like Wakanda. It's black <laughs> entrepreneurship out here. Crazy black Hollywood, black everything. So um, I moved down here and I got into this. Uh, well, you know, I'm in a tech space. Yeah, so yeah. I used to do. I'm a technical trainer, so training people to fix computers and build computers and all that. And then um, I I turned that into like my own training company. And then I joined the entrepreneur group. We get like we get on the phone in the morning every day at eight o'clock in the morning. Um, and we we had like a live in person one day, and he was like, "What's your motive? Like, 
what's your motivation, Mojo? What you trying to do? And I was like, I'm just trying to teach little girls in the hood, you know, technology and this and this and that. And he was like, no, you need to get focused. You need to like, if you, if you're going to say you want to make sure, you know, you got schools for all the black kids in the hood or whatever, you got to focus on what you want to do. And that just, just made me, um, think about how I could combine technology and um, upcoming, you know, things that's growing. And I was a treehouse person. Okay. I was a, like, I go to tree houses and stay in tree a different tree house every birthday. Mm-hmm. And one time I saw a picture of a tree house made from shipping containers. And I was like, how y'all get the container up in the air with the and then I just start researching and 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 seeing what I could find out about shipping containers, and it just grew into an interest. I, every job, every business that I started, always came from me just researching, self-taught, mm-hmm. just like technology. So I call myself the uh, information station and motivation for the self-taught entrepreneur, right? Because I dropped <laughs> yeah. out of high school, I had a baby at thirteen, so. I dropped out of high school. The furthest I went was like ninth grade, but I have sheer raw intelligence. I know this about myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So everything that I've ever done has been self-taught. You read a book, you pick up a book, you read. And now with YouTube and Google, you can teach yourself just about everything. And um, that's what happened with the containers. I started researching. Well, let's talk I, about this though. Like in, in your past, how tough was that like, as an experience, like becoming a mother so young? Like how how has that changed or affected your life? It 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 is it's a it's a gift and a curse, right? Because my daughter and I grew up together just about. Like mm-hmm. if you if you meet my daughter, she's so 90s hip hop and RB, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> we only like 13, 14 years apart, you know what I mean? So she grew up listening to what I listen to, and people look at her like, How are you in the same music vein? Because she's a singer, and they like, How are you in the same music vein as your mom's? And it's because we grew up so close, but it's it was also a challenge. Like, I grew up with a Jehovah Witness grandmother, oh. so you know, she was like, Whoa. First of all, you disassociated, so we ain't messing with you no more. <laughs> but you're gonna have this baby and you're gonna be here and you're gonna do this. So it was it was it was hard. It was difficult, but you know, being in high school with a kid mm-hmm. and graduating from middle school with your kid in your arms was a crazy experience for me. But Dominique has been the motivation for all that I do because she bought her first house before me. And I was just like, that was the light bulb. You know what I mean? Like, we need to get this real estate thing down. I need to understand this house thing. Mm -hmm. Got you. (laughs) And that's where it started. Got you. Yes, that's that's interesting because, like, you know, um, I I knew you as a tech person and you had made this transition, but you're doing amazing things within this space. Um, so what was it about? And you talked about the treehouse. You saw the container home, but what was it about the container home that kind of like made you say, like, I want to focus completely here? Like, what was it? that drew you to that space like that? I think originally it was the cost because I saw a post that was like, they built this house for $12,000. And I was like, wait, you can own a home for $12,000? That's on a very low, like people get confused with 
ship a container homes and feel like, you know, I could just get a container and live in it and it's going to be cheap. <laughs> and it's not always, that was one of those DIY I have experience, but it, that just gave me the light bulb moment that said we could change the scope of home ownership for black people with these containers. Because I went and when I visited, um, like what you call them short-term rentals airbnbs mm -hmm. that's shipping container homes i went to one in texas and dude had 500 acres and he had 30 shipping container homes on like less than an acre and i was wow. just like what the freak i'm like we could do this they could this can change the scope of the housing crisis and home ownership and real estate investment because mm -hmm. It's an investment vehicle as well because whether you want to put your own shipping container on your own property and create an Airbnb, or you we have a vehicle where you can build your own shipping container home, but we put them in a hot Airbnb space, and then you just you gain the profits from that, and we manage it for you. So it it was just seeing a really really inexpensive build set off the thought in my mind that we could change the home ownership and real estate investment space with containers well let me ask you this question what do you think is the biggest misconception when it comes to container homes like what are some of the like crazy questions that folks ask you uh, you talked about one about they think they could just buy a container and move in but i'm pretty sure you get some some crazy questions or there's a lot of misconceptions about like this whole space the biggest misconception is that it's inexpensive because it's a container home. Mm -hmm. But I think the biggest question is like, how much is one of those? You know, mm -hmm. like they like, what's the average price or what's, and I'm like, if you can't go to a realtor and say, how much is a three bedroom, two bath? Like on a random. Yeah. It's, Cause it's, it's so many variables that go into it. Right. It's, it's a lot of things that go into where it's built how it's built the 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 average square footage for the area it's a whole bunch of things that go into it. and then with regard to shipping containers it's the zoning and planning issues right because it might be oh you can have a container but it can't look like a container right you need to gotcha. make it look like the aesthetic of the neighborhood or something like that so all of those things so i think that's the biggest biggest misconception that is cheap mm -hmm. um because i've posted $15,000 homes and I've picked posted $500,000 homes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, so you, one can, of you can make it as expensive as you want to. Right, right, right. And the crazy thing is depending on where you put it, you can create equity because if you have a, a piece of land in an area where the comps are high, but you're able to build for a low price, right? Depending on what you're building. Like example, it was a guy that built a 11 container home. Now that's on like quote, almost mansion status, 11 containers. That's mm -hmm. a lot of square footage. And he spent $88,000. Like he was a DIY person, but he spent $88,000, but he immediately got comps for the area was $600,000. Nice. 
Nice. And it's like creating your own equity when you do your research and understand where to build, you know what I mean, and how to build. And then once you do that and you understand the comps in the area, you could create instant equity for yourself. Nice. So what, what is the name of your uh, company Um, in, in this space? Is it is Black, Black Box Queens? Black and Box I try to, Queens. I try to tell people it's not Black Box Queens. It's Black Box Queens. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, people always be like a Black Box. That's yeah. their focus, the Black yeah. Box. And I'm like, no, we're Black and we are the Box Queens. Gotcha. And I think one of uh, another big misconception is that I only work with women. Like, I saw comments on the meme like, here go another black male hating woman out here because she only, she creating a company just for black women. A white woman would never create something that just focuses on white women. And I'm like, whoa, like five balls, flag on the play, like you bugging. Just because my focus is black women, that does not mean I don't help everybody. I help any, if you know how many people hit me up to build men and women, but they, a lot of men, they be coming in my DMs on the low, like I'm saying, sis, do you help men? I just want to know. <laughs> that be their voice, even though I can't hear it, that be the voice, you know? <laughs> I just gotta let people know, like I build with and for everybody, but I'm a black woman and I know the struggle of black women with home ownership and real estate. So yeah. they're my target audience, right? Understood. But I help anybody. Understood. So let me ask you this question. Um, in terms of like, you know, building these container homes and, and listen, uh, for the folks that have never checked out her page, go check out her page. I'll make sure I put a post on um, your pages within the description. Um, you've shown some amazing, amazing containers. Sometimes I'm like, that's a container home. Like yeah. you can't even, you, you don't even recognize that. Um, but what is the pushback from like the politicians or the people who work at the, you know, the zoning boards, like what kind of pushback do they give when you, you know, try to put this in a space, especially if it's somewhere that, you know, they've never seen this before. Right. I, it's just the inexperience, you know, like they don't know their, their perception sometimes is you're not going to put those industrial looking boxes in my neighborhood and bring down my property values. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, it's, it's a communication thing. Um, when it comes to dealing with zoning and planning, the first thing I tell people is don't tell people you're building a shipping container home. Like, you're building a modular home. You're building a steel frame home. Mm -hmm. The container, the, the newness of shipping container homes and the perception of shipping containers makes people have, you know, raise an eyebrow because they don't know. But the reality is the container is just the frame of the house. It's, it's just like any other build. The container mm -hmm. is just used as the frame of the house. And the containers that we use, the ISBUs, are intended for building. It's, it's a certain level of container that are uh, intended for building. Just like um, we use what's called one-trip containers. Okay. So... Like, cause sometimes people have this perception. You don't know what they were shipping in the containers. It could be toxic waste and all kind of crazy <laughs> stuff. Yeah, I'm telling you. People, yeah, they be like, this is why shipping containers is a scam because it's dangerous and you don't know what's. No, the containers we use are called one trip containers. So they are intended for building. And so say it's a, a TV company that wants to get TVs over here from China. They pay to ship 
the container full of TVs here. And that saves the builder the shipping money to get that one trip container over here. Right. Oh, okay. But, gotcha. so, but it only takes that one trip of dry materials, whatever it is that, that, that was being shipped that one time. And then they use it for building. Got you. Okay. That makes sense. All right. That, that kind of answers some questions. So it's not right like, there. I mean, it's containers. Cause I posted a, a house on my page where it was like eight containers. If you, you can't miss it. Cause they painted the outside striped blue and white. And they said, <laughs> They used all older containers that had been in, in use for 12 years mm. intentionally. But that's a lot of work that you got to do to get them up to quote up to code to be able to use them. But you can use older containers, but we build with one trip. One trip. Okay, that's that's the good information. Um, next question I have is this though. Um, and I know Corey got a question, but before we get to that, have you had any issue with appraisers? Like is that an issue with them, like trying to find comps? Like, because again, this is fairly new. We're right. seeing more of it, but like, you know, it's fairly new. So, how are they treating this? I haven't, me personally, okay. I haven't had any issues with appraisers, but I've heard of it okay. and banks. Like, I've heard of situations where banks approve the loan, and then once they get past the construction phase and get, and they're like, "Wait, whoa, whoa, we didn't know that this is what you was doing, and we we can't properly appraise it." for the right value because again they they view it in a different light when mm -hmm. it's just a different type of framing that's used yeah um but i personally haven't had any pushback but i've heard of it yeah i think that's why it's important for us to have this kind of conversation because like it, you know you need and, and, and you know as you as well as others but you know i see you on the front line and i love what you do so um to teach the folks about this because you know i had a lot of questions right you know and thank you for answering them um because I thought about that, like how often do these containers use? Like, you know, right. um, is this an issue with value? But yeah, but Corey, I knew you had a question, good brother. Yeah. So when you're uh, looking at your, your 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 target client, what kind of um, like, what like do you go to, like the Home Depot and get the the materials and build it? Like you said, the the the, the container is just the framework. So like, right. as far as building it, like. You just use the same materials that you would use on any other house, or do you have to go to a specialized place to get materials? Well, most people who build shipping container homes, you they frame it and 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 do the insulation and the uh what you call it sheetrock just like anybody else, just like any other home. Mm -hmm. You gotta you the only difference with container homes is you have to if you make cuts, right? If you cut a window or cut a door, that's cutting into the integrity of the steel. So you have to reinforce around just like any other door or window, but you have to do steel reinforcement around whatever cuts that you make to ensure the integrity of the uh, of the container. But we use a combination product called Smart Steel that's eco-efficient. It may it's it's energy efficient, but it's a combination of the frame, the insulation, and the sheetrock. It's panels, so the the build time has been drastically reduced. A house could go up in a week. The delay is zoning and planning, <laughs> but the build it, it the build time has been reduced drastically, and the energy efficiency has been increased drastically by using those panels. But because they combination panels, so it's those three steps are combined into one. Nice. Uh, I got one more question. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, 
the, the, the places that you build these homes, uh, you said that you're really not having a problem with the zone and this stuff. But once the neighbors see them go up, uh, what is their their reaction to what was going on with the container homes? Yeah, it depends because it goes from high interest to, wow, they did that to who the heck is this and what are they doing in my neighborhood? <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's why it's important to have a good relationship with the zoning people because you understand that like it's, it's an area. I got a client that I'm supposed to start building with in Raleigh, North Carolina. They just put in what's called ADU legislation. So ADUs are additional dwelling units. That's what they're calling, uh, any unit that you can either attached or detached that's put on a property that can be inhabited, right? But on the same plot of land. Okay. So they just, and then, so the, the sister that I'm working with, the congressman is like, what's up? You, you're going to be the first one. You're going to do it. You're going to break it out the gate. So I'm excited about that. But like I said, it's just about dealing with zoning and planning and understand you might have to cover your shipping container with the same siding and put the same kind of roof on it to look just like your house. Like it could look like, you know how like your shed, sometimes they want your shed to look a certain way because mm -hmm. they don't want it to look like a raggedy box on the property. It's the same thing with the container. So it all depends on where you are. And it, it varies from, because me and you, Jimmy, we talked about Philly, yeah, you know, yeah. a lot of times prior, because, you know, I got to get to Philly. That's one of my favorite places. Um, um, but it's all in the individual municipalities because it's yeah. container homes in Pennsylvania. But not necessarily in the city of Philly yet. True. But I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. We gonna we gonna do something. But listen, let me ask you this though. Um, so with your company, um, you can work with people anywhere. Like you can, you can, you know, if someone wants to do a project, you can, you know. All right, that's good to know. That's good to know. Um, let me ask you this, right? So you had this 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 journey. You talked about uh, you know, having a child when you were younger and dropping out of school because of that. Um, mm -hmm. you know, you, you talk about building yourself up in terms of working in tech and building your own um companies. And mm -hmm. now you have your shipping container company. What has been the biggest hurdle um, that you had to overcome uh, throughout this journey to get you to where you are now, where you're helping folks um, all across the country, you know, get their get their container home? What's the, been the biggest hurdle that you had to overcome? Um, I think my biggest hurdle has been letting go of the security of corporate America, because I was always like. I can't let go of my regular job to do this, to start this company, no matter what. I've always, I was always like, you know, tech job, you can make a nice amount of money, or this job, you can make a nice amount of money. But I was hindering myself because sometimes you just got to jump. And I wasn't jumping. I wasn't, it was my own self doubt, maybe it was my own um, insecurity in, in believing that I could do this on a full-time basis, that was my biggest hurdle. And then once I said, I got to do it, like I told you, I went to that meeting and he was like, Mojo, you just got to focus, figure out what you really want to do. And then that was it. I decided that it was time for me to jump. Wow. Okay. That's dope. That's dope. Yo, That's something you say, Corey? Common thread, another common thread. Like the people who come through this show, every person is an action taker. Yeah. They just be like, look, the action had to get done. That's what got done. And so, you know, I mean, like that's the, you know, we have a, 
our guests have a lot of differences and a lot of different personalities, but the one commonality action every guest that we had on here all action taken. Yeah, our last every episode. Our last episode, we had a um, Dawn on Shot the Dawn. Um, and she's a, a real estate agent that sells like uh, hotels and islands, right? But she she um is in California, but okay. she's from she's from like Michigan, and she said that <laughs> she wanted to move to California her whole life, and one day she just got up and just did it with no no plan, nowhere to go, just did it, and yep. you know, and things worked out. But it's interesting to hear you say that is about just taking action, like you said. Um, someone put the bug in here, and you was like, you know what? I just got to take action, and you've done that. I think that's amazing. So let me ask you this though. Um, in terms of your inspiration, is there any book or song, movie, anything that has inspired you along the way that we can share with our audience that is like, you know, kind of helped you get to where you are now? You know what's crazy? Every time I think about doing something new mm -hmm. or jumping into something, I hear in my head microphone fiend by Rakim. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, it's your time to step up to the mic, you know, kick a hole in the speaker, pull a plug, then I jet, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta take the mic and be there and be that microphone fiend and focus on what it is that you really want to do. And every time I decided to really, really get it focused and get engaged in whatever I want to do. I had a friend that was going to do his first sermon and we in the car and I'm playing microphone fiend. Like you about to grab the mic, son. You about to grab the mic. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Mojo, you crazy. But yo, microphone fiend by Rakim, that's my motivation for everything. When I'm ready to start a business or go into an interview or whatever, I'll be like, it's time for you to step up to the mic and do your thing. That's amazing, yo. That's absolutely amazing. Uh, I'm a listen, hip hop head. I can't. Help I know you're hip hop. I know you're a hip hop head. Listen, you know. listen, for the folks that don't know, listen, Mojo knows her hip hop and Mojo knows her sports. Mojo is a sports junkie. Like she knows her sports and her hip hop, man. But, like a um, real, a real sports chick, not the fake. I like Michael Jordan. No, 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 no. Yeah, like nah. you like Michael Jordan, but you ain't know he retired way back when. Like you, that type, and that's not me. I'm a nah. real sports chick. <laughs> no, nah, nah, she's yeah, she's a legit like stats and stats and anything. Like she, 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 she knows her knows her stuff. Let's put it that way. But that's crazy because um, I'm a huge Rakim fan. So to hear that, like you know, just made my day right there. Anybody born in the '90s is not a Rakim fan. Is they were sheltered as a child, and, and they need to, they need to be uh, exposed to the world. Need more exposure to the world. Like my kids, like ninety stuff. Like my kids are the the youngest are seventeen, and they like some stuff. And people be looking at them like, "Yo, what? Sugar Pops is about to be twenty, and they like she like body rocking, knocking the boots is one of her favorite songs." <laughs> <I'm> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you're 20 you're about to be 20 you know nothing about that song nothing at all but that's my that's fault that's Listen, my hey, fault that's a good thing that's a blessing right? man. that's a blessing that's let me ask you this question point. so um what is the future for black box queens um <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what is the future what is the future for your company and you in general what are some of the things you're looking forward to getting to in the future so um Originally, I, I said that um, containers were the future for me. And originally, when I was in tech, um, residential tech schools are the future for me. So I want to be in a space where I create programs for pregnant women, because I was that person, right? Mm -hmm. Young pregnant girls. 
and ex-offender men mm-hmm. that come out, they come to us for two years and get the, the basic three tech certifications. And then in that time, we build them their own container home. So they, they go out into the world as owners and not as renters. That's my future. That's what I, that's my plan oh, in man. a couple of, uh, what you call those things? Group homes mm-hmm. or grandma Reed's house. Cause my grandma Reed took care of everybody. So my group homes are gonna be called Grandma Reese's house, no doubt. Oh, that's amazing. And everything you said, everything you said was about you know um doing for others, and and that right there speaks to who you are. I think that's dope. That's that's amazing. Um, anything that we can do to help you along your journey, man. We here, we here as a resource because uh, you know, you know, man, you go back. We family, but like also what what you're building is is crazy, and you know, you're trying to branch out and now help other folks. Um. So we like to highlight folks that um, are doing this kind of positive work because maybe folks may not have heard of them. So we want to make sure that we share this episode with our entire network, but also um, put all of your description, all your information within our description box so they can come check out what you got going on. Please check out, please check out Mojo's page to see some of these container homes that we're talking about because a lot of times you say container home, people think of like the shipping containers and it's like, okay, it's a door on it. But some of this stuff is like, yo, it's out of control. Yesterday, I posted a Taco Bell that they did, like a Taco Bell that they made from container homes. Like, I mean, from containers. It's crazy the the possible, and that just get me hyped because that just made me feel like I could do this. Let me figure out what I could do next. From the smallest, we doing a um, uh, LeBron James themed barbershop container. Ooh, you gotta! I can't wait to see pictures of that. I can't, I can't wait to see pictures of that. NBA hardwood floors. Oh man! Murals of LeBron. It's about to be crazy. It's about yeah. to be. Y'all gotta. Yeah. I can't wait to see pictures of that. But yeah. some of this stuff is like so luxurious, and I'm like, that's really a container. Like you can't tell. Like you know. So uh, my perception, and then when, as as you start to share more and more of the work you were doing, and some of the other stuff within the industry, and I'm sitting there looking at it like. You know, I'm always on your page, like, yo, this is fire. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I, I posted a house and I was like, it's on realtor.com for $510,000. And this lady was like, for some repurposed containers? And I'm like, you don't get it. Yeah, Clearly, you know, yeah. you can look at the house and see that it's way more than just, it's not get the container from the shipyard and just move into it. Like, it's a whole lot that goes into it. And the more that I see, the more that it intrigues me. And the crazy part for me is I, I want everybody to know you could start from zero. Like I really started from just going to visit the Airbnbs and then I started researching the builders and then I got white label contracts with them and all of that. And then it just grew from there. Like y'all know I wrote a book, right? Freezer for a letter word. And it's all about starting from zero. Mm-hmm. You could start and build this generational wealth from scratch, from zero. Ain't no excuses. And so I just need people to know that, like, whatever so, you want to so tell do. us a little bit about your book, Free is a Four-Letter Word. Tell us about the book. Um, So Free is a Four-Letter Word is about financial literacy because you can't buy a house if your credit ain't together. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, the focus is the rich mojo, like what I call the rich mojo life. And rich, mojo, and life are all acronyms. 
rich is what I believe to be the four legs that everybody's financial situation should be standing on real estate, investments and insurance, credit, and a home-based business. Cause you got to be able to write off your life. That's a whole nother thing. Your <laughs> mojo is making our jobs optional. I ain't say obsolete, but optional, right? We need multiple streams of income because you never know when somebody will pull a rug up from under you with a regular nine to five. And life is legacies involve fearless entrepreneurs. We got to get it. We got to be fearless. We got to get it. And so free is a four-letter word. Seven steps to attaining financial freedom for free is all about that rich mojo life and how you can start building generational wealth from zero dollars and zero cents. Cause that's my favorite price. So where, so where can the folks get your book? Free is a four letter word.com. There you go. Oh, I like man. that. And I like the mojo acronym to make jobs optional, right? Because make I'm not, I'm not, optional, I'm not yeah. one of them anti-job folks. I know there's a lot of anti-job folks because my thing is, it's all about lifestyle design. So you got to do what works for you. And, 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 cause some folks use their job as their number one investor, right? Yo, get your them. job is interest free financing for your dreams. No Ooh, doubt. Talk to him. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so I like the optional part though, because one of the things I, I like to say is that you know when you when you build something on the side and it gets to be a certain point, then you know you might not even hate your job as much as you think you hate your job. Because when you when you go there and it's optional, it's like you you smiling, right, you laughing. Right. Like if somebody piss you off, I could walk off anyway. Like you right. know what I mean? That's like, how I used to tell people like you got to be at your job with the boss mindset. Like I'm the boss of this over here. So this right here is optional, is is funding what I'm doing, is making it less stressful for me. But your mindset is different when you're walking into your job as the boss, your own boss in your mind. Mm -hmm. And then you just see things differently and you operate differently. I remember when I worked at Delta and dude was like, I said, I'm going to take the weekend off for Mother's Day. And he was like, eh, I don't know, because um, we short-staffed. And I was like, yeah, i see you on Monday. Like, <laughs> the crazy part was I was the only woman on a 12-man team. You're not going to tell me I can't take Mother's Day. You're not going to tell me I can't take Mother's Day when I work all these other holidays so y'all could be and do whatever y'all want to do. Nah, I'm good. i see y'all on Monday. And I did. <laughs> because <laughs> it was optional there you go man listen so right so um like i said man thank you so much for uh sharing your story with us um you know telling us being transparent telling us about you know some of your struggles um but also where you are now and what you're looking forward to build man you know um it's always love for me uh just want to say we appreciate you man. Um, absolutely changes too like you did like the whole time like <laughs> That's 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 how you Look, that's why I'm a tooth hurt now because I can't stop smiling. <laughs> that's how you know life is good, right? It's good, like right. you can't stop smiling. Like that's when you know your life is good. Like you can't stop smiling. And it's I'm not mojo, at because you know the other mojo is mindful optimism jump starts outcomes. There you go. So it's all and up here. here. All like, up here, like, like like the meme is all is all right here, right? right for real. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. So, um, for the folks out there watching, please, please follow Mojo. Go see what she's got going on. Take a look at some of these amazing container homes, and uh, you know, leave her some feedback. Let her know what you think about some of these homes. If you're looking to get one done, hit her up for that too. You know, and she does work with men. You know, letting y'all know that. Builders, investors, anybody looking, you know, please, please contact Mojo. So, Mojo, I just want to say thank you again. We appreciate your time and anything you need thank from us. We are, we are here. Um, 
And listen, um, we'll see you guys on the next episode. As we always say, it's not about how much money you make. It's about how much you keep. Game elevates, and we shall see you then. Peace.